0: This is Teachers Talk Radio and you are listening live.
1: Good morning and welcome to the Monday Morning Break with me, Maury. Sorry for a slight delay there, we're two minutes late starting the show due to some technical difficulties. But we are now here and we're live. So good morning and welcome to everyone. Um, as I said, I'm sorry, a couple of minutes late short and um, starting because um, I had to quickly start the show again, but we are here, and I'm really looking forward to speaking to Jade and Neris this morning about all about our fascination with true crime, um, crime shows, horror, all of those kind of things, and potentially what the impact is um, on young people. Um, so, yeah, really looking forward to getting into that. So, good morning, Jade. Good morning. Morning, and good morning, Nerit. Morning. Morning, lovely to have you both on. Um, so, yeah, as I said, really looking forward to this because um, I am quite a fan myself um, and I don't really know why. <laughs> um, so why is it that I will sit, um, especially if I a really busy week and we'll just really enjoy watching something to do with crime or something a bit scary. Um, and yeah. And that led me to think like, what, what is it about it? Why do we enjoy it? Um, I think we also both, you know, we also all know that there, we have a lot of students who are really, really into it. Um, and yeah, and that just sort of led me thinking to, is there an impact on on teaching and learning? Um, so yeah, let, let's get going. <laughs> um, so, Noah, Steve, I know that you quite like yeah, true crime as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what what is it um, that you think? Have you um, got any sort of thoughts on why we like it? I, I think it's... I mean for me I really like true crime but I can't stand horror Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I think it's not for me it's not the element of being scared because I don't like being scared yeah but then I will engage in true crime which can be scary especially if it's like a female victim or anything like that but I personally think it's anxiety relieving Ah, okay so I think I watch it so if I mean, it's I, so, if ever I'm in a situation like that, I know potential ways of escaping, that's true. Yeah, 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 or pe- like how people have reacted in that situation. So, it's yeah. almost like if I watch it,
2: you're prepared, I'm prepared, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's I think that's how I
1: see it, but then I can't watch a horror, which is pretty much the same yeah, kind and of fictional. thing,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. So, um, you would think I would be more inclined to watch something that's not true.
2: Did you feel like it heightened? Because funny enough, I was reading something on it not so long ago. It's basically saying that when you feel sort of over prepared for it, you're sort of then kind of in a constant state of like, well, this could happen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. To ever feel like, I mean, overly cautious.
1: Well, maybe in some senses. um, But I do, I I read up on something like that as well that's saying even though men are more likely, I think it's like 1.1% more likely to be a victim yeah. than women, we fear it more. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so men are more likely to, to be, be a victim, victim, victim of a, viol- of a of violent, violent crime, crime. women fear, fear it more. Fear it more. That's that. really interesting, um, isn't it? So then I think the more fearful you are, the more interested you are in true crime yeah. because you it's almost like relieving some of that fear by knowing mm, that's true. interesting yeah. the crimes that are out there. Yeah, yeah, it is It is fascinating, isn't it? So I, you know, in thinking about why I particularly enjoy it, but, you know, but also, you know, as you were saying as well, no, it's like I used to love horror. Mm-hmm. Like I used to absolutely love horror films. Um, but the older I get, I can't, I, I just, I can't watch them as much anymore, mm. but I will still read them. I will still, I love to read a horror yeah, yeah. book. Yeah. But, so I don't, know why that's changed i don't know if there's something about getting old mm. i mean there probably is <laughs> um but yeah so i was reading quite a lot of interesting in things about it about the effect of watching horror um and one of the things that they were saying is that um the music and the sound effects so there was this piece of research done um and it was actually in indonesia i'm just going to find the bit that i, that I that i am um, found but there's something about the noises in the films mm. that make it more scary yeah and that sort of fits i guess with why i can still read them that's true yeah because sense. i'm controlling yeah. then um, yeah sort of but um yeah, it was saying that if you're sensitive to sound and sight um, and then they've got this music playing and it really um, adds, to, adds to the tension and the anxiety um, and then you kind of associate then those noises with the fear. Mm-hmm. So um, it yeah. can have a big impact that way. Um, but yeah, I thought, I thought that that was quite interesting. Well, that's true because if you watch a horror film on mute,
2: it's not scary. I don't think no. it would be as scary because you
1: wouldn't get the jump scare of you know when someone walks in a room and all you can hear is breathing. Like the tension and the tension yeah. and then tension music and then suddenly a door slams. But if you haven't got the noise, you no, wouldn't, you That's wouldn't true. know a door was slamming. No, so why do we like that feeling? <laughs> Makes <laughs> you sure feel alive. Living. Makes you feel alive. <laughs> <laughs> does make you feel alive yeah yeah so again in this research they did sort of talk about that actually that um there's a lot to do with the kind of neurotransmitters Mm -hmm. and the hormone releasing um so i'm just going to find the ones that it talks about so it's saying like the adrenaline of watching of watching a a scary film can actually increase your metabolism so you know (laughs) um but also it can um when you apparently when you get that jolt like a jump scare um it can actually help your blood pressure oh, wow. because you're here again i'm going to quote this your systolic blood pressure increases significantly um <laughs> and, <laughs> and controlled increases in this increase the flexibility in your arteries oh wow oh. Oh. is that, that like oh yeah. yeah the heart jolt to, yeah yeah wow um and if you um exercise your arteries, (laughs) then you're less likely to have I mean, it's, it's quite a link. Sounds very ironic (laughs) though, doesn't it? To like be really scared of something and like have that heart jolting moment. Exactly. But then, uh, yeah, to improve your heart health. Um, it also talks about the, um, like cortisol. So you get a release of cortisol watching the film and then adrenaline, Mm. but also um, cortisol increases your fear memory. So apparently, then, your fear memory helps us avoid scary things, fearful things. Mm. That's interesting. Um, yeah, interesting. Yeah, so all those jump scares um, could, could actually be good for you
2: <laughs> 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 if that doesn't feel like it in yeah, your heart. It really doesn't feel like it. It's weird to think about with anxiety as well. Because I feel like I definitely feel not anxious when i'm watching horror films i tend to watch films that are sort of psychological thrillers mm. Mm. twists a lot of my uh books that i read and that as well that's generally the plot yeah And i always feel it's funny because my partner always makes jokes like for an anxious person you love like things like that yeah and i'm i don't know what it is i don't feel as anxious when i'm especially because i think it sounds a bit silly but you know when you're already in that sort of hyper tension mm. hyper aware and then you're watching something so it's almost like you're you're kind of putting it on yourself, really, because you're expecting that jump scare. go. You're expecting yeah. that sort of, like, the plot twist. And it's probably because you're already in that state of anxiety that you're you're almost prepared for it, I suppose, because you're, yeah. you're already feeling sort of, like, overly cautious, overly aware. But like Marie was saying,
1: with the book and being yeah. able to mm. read, scary things, you're in control. So even though you're anxious, yeah. part of the anxiety is that you're mm. controlling yeah. how much you engage with. That's true,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So I think for yeah. me, that's my thing of... I i might feel really anxious but i will watch and it won't
2: be true yeah. and it won't be won't be an issue no
1: it's interesting yeah that's i hadn't thought of that but i wonder if it's almost validating it if yeah i think it's fair to say we're all ang- anxious people <laughs> 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 um, but sometimes part of anxiety is well, why am i feeling like this or is there is why am i feeling so anxious and that kind of definitely adds to it doesn't it yeah so I wonder if there's a link with I'm going to watch this thing and it is going to make me scared and fearful and jumpy Mm -hmm. but actually it's supposed to yeah 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 and like you said you can put the book down yeah that's Mm -hmm. true and you can pause the film you can pause the film Although I don't, I just tend to just hold a cushion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hold a cushion, sort of slightly yeah. over my eyes, <laughs> you still so it. I can still see. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay, so I mean, this is this is interesting, isn't it? So potentially, we are drawn to these um, sort of crime and horror. Uh, one, maybe because it helps us feel okay about being anxious, mm. maybe controlling that fear. Um, now, you were saying as well about that link between being a victim of of crime yeah and that came up in some of the stuff that i read as well that potentially watching it means you know what could happen you feel yeah. informed yeah and also i think when i was talking with some of the other staff members about this with the true crime stuff you can connect to, because it's a real-life situation mm. you can connect to them mm. and it's almost like a fear shared is a fear yes. halved oh, <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah. yeah so you're sharing your fear but then it also reduces your fear yeah because more people know
2: about it yeah yeah it does make sense Mm. yeah
1: definitely i think it just makes you feel sort of informed doesn't it i mean actually some of the things that i was reading they were saying about just how popular true crime Mm. is yeah it's i mean it's incredibly popular isn't it they said um uh two out of three so this this is america but two out of three americans say that they are fans of true crime mm-hmm. um the netflix have said the jeffrey darmer story was their second most popular release of all time wow. which is yeah unbelievable and 80 percent of all millennials say they're fans of serial killer content do you think it's because it's abnormal because like you, you, you know you shouldn't it. It. Yeah, yeah you know you shouldn't be acting that way yeah. and that is goes against all sort of human I've of that morals before. I think
2: that's what so is that why yeah, it's fascinating mine definitely is more so definitely being empathetic being so sort of hyper aware of other people's emotions I think when I try to it's almost it's that classic thing of you're trying to picture or you're trying to imagine being inside their head because I mm. cannot comprehend some of the awful like true crime stuff that I've seen yeah to me it's almost like otherworldly almost it sounds Mm. really strange but because it's so out of our realm of understanding that's what makes it so fascinating because how could you how could you physically and mentally and emotionally that just blows my mind so it's like you want to know
1: the background yeah as to why what's the reason their childhood or like what is the reason have they got a diagnosis of some sort yeah because it is just so abnormal maybe that's why we are so intrigued yeah yeah yeah, fascinated and maybe an element of trying to problem solve yeah. or yeah. answer something that we can't comprehend. Mm-hmm. You're right that it's, I mean, I tend to find my interest in it is why yeah, um, or what's happened in their past or things like that to explain it. So maybe part of it is trying to understand something yeah. that's so different to us. Yeah. Um, I mean, it definitely, one of the things that was noted on this thing as well is that actually sometimes people watch it and feel more informed about the world and more prepared about how to not be a victim. Mm, yeah. Um, and I guess there is some of that, isn't there? I mean, certainly, I mean, even when you're watching horror films, uh, there's that sort of, oh, don't do that. Don't yeah. go there. Yeah, why um, go down why the are you basement? Going? <laughs> yes, yeah. why are you walking down a dark road? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, no, now you've lost your phone signal. Um, yeah. You know, there is sometimes there's a bit of an inevitability, isn't there? Mm. I suppose. Um, Okay, so perhaps we're watching them out of fascination and and to understand. I'd be interested if there is some links actually with um different people in different careers. Mm. I wonder, yeah, I wonder if you work with people a lot that mm. you might want to you know if you're naturally fascinated by people which I know I am, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> um and then we've talked about you know that it might be to do with being a avoiding, becoming a victim of crime. Um, and then perhaps it's to do with the hormones and the, and the cortisol release and the adrenaline that we get from it. Um, and then we're doing it in a bit of a controlled way. Um, did you have, you know, both of you work, you know, your tutors and your tutor, young people, were any of them able to say, you know, to you, why they like them? I was talking to one learner who says because she absolutely loves horror, yeah. serial killers, all that yeah. but enjoys horror films as well as true crime. Yeah. So I just wanted to know why, because I was interested as to why both. Because yeah. I feel like even if you're into true crime, you might not be into horror. <laughs> mm. yeah. Um and she says she doesn't want to do what they do, mm. but she's interested to know why. Yeah. So whether their childhood has altered the way they think. Mm-hmm. She also said she's not sympathetic towards them, but she's interested.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense.
1: Um, yeah, it's all that likes to know why and likes the backstory of mm-hmm. horrors. Oh, so, you interesting. know, like sometimes when it comes out three films down the line yeah. the, about yeah, yeah. why the serial killer is mm. the way they are, like Mike Myers and Michael mm-hmm. Myers. Yeah. So I think it's more the background that she was interested in, like yeah. why, how people tick. Yeah. Yeah, and I wonder if they're in that, whether they are less affected by the actual horror.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah, because they're focusing more on, on yeah the backstory. thinking of the backstory, that sort of thing. I mean, I know that you know, Saw, for example, the Saw franchise. Ooh. That was no no yeah. I think, <laughs> I think it's just the Gore aspect. Yes, yeah. but the story oh, I yeah. found so Me interesting. Too. Especially when they, you know, later ones, when you realise all the sort of clues and yeah. things that links, linked, yeah. um, and I thought that that was really fascinating. I also think at the time when it came out, it was quite different. Mm. Um, there hadn't really been anything like that at the time okay so she so she's another one she's interested in the in the stories um did you have a did your students mention anything because i know you've got yeah
2: one of my students in particular she's a big fan and she yeah we do tend to talk about it quite a lot and it's always like sort of the famous cases and i Mm. think it's especially when it comes to mental health i do think it's important to talk about with the learners yes as much as i tend to Dip into overprotective mode, like we shouldn't be watching this, it's, it's really, yeah, especially, but then you sort of think they are exposed to it regardless, you know, with mm. TikTok and Twitter mm-hmm. and whatever else, they're, they're going to consume it, yeah. especially when, I mean, there's a recent one, it's not so much, like, I suppose it is kind of true crime with the, um, the Gypsy Rose Blanchard case. Yes, oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of my students are really fascinated with that. But again, it's going back to what you said there, it's the dynamics of it more than the actual, the killing itself or the, mm. whatever it is, it's actually more so the background. So why did it lead up to that? how did what events happened that Mm. then led to this being this horrific thing um but i will say that i do i do think it can it can have an impact i think even if it's just a gradual thing i do think Mm. that i've noticed a lot that um when you when you sort of not consumed by it, but when you sort of make it more of like a a hobby where you're sort of, like I was saying to you guys beforehand, like, you know, it's on in the background, I'm doing the washing up and I'm listening to it. And then if I think if my students are doing that as well, if that's all they're consuming, I think that could be quite tricky, Um, Mm. especially if they're like, oh, have you seen this new one or this one's happened in America? And then it's sort of like you don't want to get too caught up in it. You kind of want to consume it in, can you consume it in a healthy way? I don't know. Mm. But I think Mm. sometimes I tend to, yeah, just be, just a bit cautious, just to make sure that they are getting a bit of um, variety in terms of what you know media they're consuming. Because I think it can get overwhelming, especially with. I mean, it's so popular on Netflix now with the Jeffrey Dahmer thing mm. and everything else. It's it is fascinating, and you can't mm. sort of blame them. I'll do it myself, wanting to know about it. But mm. I just sort of think, just make sure that's not the. Don't get too. Oh my god this is happening have you had this new one and this isn't it's like just kind of yeah just make sure it's sort of balanced out because i think that can get a bit tricky
1: yeah well it will. it yeah it potentially just starts to feel like that's yeah. all that's happening yeah. in and the also world. i think you could become desensitized exactly to it so yeah. another horrendous true crime might come out and you'll be like oh but it's not as bad as what exactly they did thinking but actually if you put that on paper yeah just (laughs) that's pretty horrendous yeah Yeah. Yeah, absolutely yeah i do think there is there's a lot in what you were saying jade i mean the same as um curating your social media feeds Mm -hmm. isn't it i mean if all you were seeing is the negative Mm -hmm. um then it is going to affect your view of the world isn't it and but also normalise it, like you yeah. said as well. Okay. Or is there less impact if all you're listening to is these, um, or watching these these horrendous crimes or, or horror, um, you know, that cortisol or adrenaline or anything like that isn't going to sustain, is it, at, at the levels? Um, and also I liked what you were saying about talking about it, Jed. I think it is important to talk about it because it is there. I mean, you do open up. TikTok or mm-hmm. or something and it will just be there yeah. mm-hmm. you know it's that's happened on mine and i'm like i just don't want to see yeah. that yeah. but you don't don't that was the um, the clip being shared of that poor ice hockey player oh, oh, yeah. yeah and that yeah. just came and i didn't want yeah. to and i really really quickly scrolled yeah. mm-hmm. i thought i don't and i, I sort of came off of it for a while yeah. Yeah. um so yeah but whereas young people um on them it is just going to be coming up isn't it uh so i guess it ties into same set of things sort of online safety and things as well doesn't it and being aware of how you're feeling um but yeah really interesting. um yeah did you have any any more students that gave any more thoughts um not students as such but members of staff Mm, yeah did chime in as well and i think one member of staff said that they just simply enjoy the jump scare but actually now we've spoken about Mm. what that jump scare is is and what it means in the body maybe it is that i don't know maybe it is just the feeling of i want to be scared so that i know it sounds so bad but just to feel (laughs) alive (laughs) and feel wired (laughs) wired Wired. Wired. it is wired isn't it because i personally wouldn't sit and watch if I could pick a rom com or a horror, yes. yeah, I wouldn't pick the horror, but I would read about it. But I wouldn't want mm. to watch You're it. Control there as well, yeah, yeah.
2: That's what you said. yeah. Um,
1: like mm. if I go to the cinema, I would never, ever go to the cinema and watch a horror. Really? I have no I idea how people do films. it. Yeah. It's too dark in that room.
2: See, I like that though. I like, and but then I think it goes back to what Marie was saying. I think I like the the plot more than the actual because mm. the gore doesn't really go I'm kind of just oh I don't need to see that but then if it's a really yeah intricate and it's it's three films mm. before and then it's the final that I love and I think but that that's again that just all my sort of genre is just psychological mm. Killer. and you know, and twisty and yeah. yeah I just like I think maybe I like being surprised maybe I think I like being yeah or almost just kind of a gotcha moment of thought this was going to happen
1: all the way through and this has happened it doesn't have to be horror i suppose Mm. but nine times out of ten it is but that that also then is is the same good true crime isn't it that being surprised by what's happened happened understanding why and and things do you think there's um is there any difference for Mm -hmm. you the fact that some are true and some are films yeah
2: so a lot of them I tend to again just going into sort of being overly sensitive, mm. and I can't um, watch anything true crime related with um, sort of children or animals no, yes. Yeah, which sounds no. awful because it, it means that I'm decent. Well, I kind of feel a little bit desensitized to other things because as much as I'm still feeling that tug and that mm. feeling of oh god, that's horrible, that's horrendous, I purposely won't watch anything that I know is gonna sort of so some of the other stuff won't be in the back of my mind, whereas sort of like animals or children or anything like that, mm. it will be in the back of my mind. And mm. I won't which is really I suppose I probably, admittedly, I'm a bit desensitised to sort mm. of, you know, the adults. Yeah, yeah, the adult stuff. And and I think in horror films as well, I'm the exact same. I, I won't watch anything with any animals or mm. if I know it's anything around children. I think that may be I don't know why but that, that those are just two for me that I really can't mm. but that's probably your you have that part of the brain that's like really empathetic
1: yeah they're normally like cute and yeah yeah innocent know, and they yeah. don't have the yeah the adults are less maybe. innocent it's not that you don't no, it's not
2: that you don't care as well it's not that you're like um oh you know it's happened it's you know it happens every day because you do still feel the impact of yeah you know, when you hear about it but it's not as sort of duck-wrenching and playing on your mind as what um you know sort of stuff with younger people would yeah. that for me is definitely. Yeah, I'm
3: kind of just, yeah, yeah, sad, it's
2: really sad. have declined to
3: comment. This is... The university called for the chair.
4: This show is brought to you in partnership with John Cat Educational, publishing professional development books and resources to support great teaching and learning in schools around the world have you checked out their latest releases use the code jcttr2324 for 20 percent off your order don't miss out visit johncatbookshop.com to explore their full range of titles and advance your own professional development today happy reading
5: Introducing Eton X from Eton College, a diverse range of quality online courses, enabling young people to aspire and excel. Designed for self-study, these web-based courses empower your students with essential leadership, communication and academic skills for success at school and beyond. Our study skills course sharpens their learning abilities, while the AI fundamentals course equips them with vital digital know-how in a fast-changing world. Other popular courses include verbal communication, critical thinking, writing skill, resilience, creative problem-solving, and many more. Offer the EtonX curriculum in your school for free. Visit etonx.com to find out more.
0: This is Teachers Talk Radio. And this is Teachers Talk Radio
5: News.
3: A £1,000 cash incentive and a campaign to raise the profile of childcare workers in England has been launched as part of a recruitment drive. According to the BBC, thousands of extra nursery workers and childminders are needed as the government plan to expand funded hours begins. The Department for Education says that more than 100,000 working parents of two-year-olds have already registered for the April rollout. However, early years charities say the campaign to recruit is too late. By September 2025, all eligible preschool children of working parents from the age of nine months will be able to access 30 hours of term-time childcare. Research suggests that the number of childcare providers is currently falling, as childminders leave the role, although the number of places remains roughly stable. Data suggests that almost 28,000 early years specialists will be needed to meet the rise in demand, an expansion of 8%. The BBC also reports that staff at Scotland's exam body will take strike action at the end of February over a pay dispute. Around 400 workers will stage two 24-hour stoppages. And the action will also include an overtime ban a ban on weekend working and a ban on accruing time off in lieu the union said the industrial action would have a major impact on the sqa's ability to prepare for exam season but the sqa itself said it had contingency plans in place and that the strike would not have any impact at all the herald in scotland also reports on calls from some quarters to raise the school starting age A motion filed by the Glasgow Kelvin MSP calls for a national conversation on early years education and argues that a new approach could help tackle Scotland's long-standing educational attainment gap. The proposal to raise the starting age secured cross-party support in less than 24 hours. It's not the first time that the SNP have called for an increase in the starting age for pupils, But with recent concerns that the school system in Scotland is not helping to close the gap between disadvantaged pupils and their non-disadvantaged peers, the plans have appeared again. Under the plans, children would start school at six rather than four or five, and a kindergarten stage for three to six-year-olds would be introduced, increasing the amount of early years education by 12 months, replacing primary one. The kindergarten stage would focus on learning through play. Full details of the proposal can be read online in a variety of media outlets. Finally, Schools Week covers demands from the University of Cambridge to delay the new teacher training framework. The university has said it lacks confidence in the new framework and suggests a delay of at least a year. The initial teacher training and early career framework, or ITT-ECF, was unveiled by the Department for Education at the start of February. The ITT-ECF will combine and replace the currently separate ITT call content and the ECF from September 2025. The University called for the change to be implemented no sooner than September 2026, if at all. This would allow for further consultation, it says, and revision as the new framework was just a tweak on the current one and was a wasted opportunity. The Education Faculty at Cambridge also claims that the framework sets unclear and contradictory objectives for ITT providers. In the longer term, the university says the framework should be developed and led by a non-party political cross-sector expert team. The new framework has already divided opinions in the schools community and many have taken to social media to express concerns. The Department for Education have declined to comment. This has been your Teacher's Talk Radio News with Jo Fox.
1: Hey, so welcome back. Um, I always like to take those few minutes just to listen to the news. I just find it very (laughs) helpful to keep, keep informed with everything going on. OK, right, so let's return to our really interesting discussion on what is our sort of fascination and enjoyment with um, true crime and horror. Um, we've started talking about maybe some of the reasons we do and, and don't like to watch them. Um, we've sort of thought about that thing about being feeling informed, so you might actually know how to not be a victim. Um, We've talked about possible links with with anxiety and sort of having control over how you're feeling, um, and then we talked about the surprising health benefit <laughs> of jump jump scares, um, improving your the flexibility of your arteries. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, I mean, I think um, you know to return to this, I think Naoise, you had some interesting ideas as well about this. Um, yes, when I was doing a little bit of research, I think it was interesting to know back, like whether there's actually any instinct in us, like why we are so fascinated, mm-hmm. but because so many people around the world are, mm. um, and something that came up was that evolution might say we're intrigued due to our history of the types of crimes and things that would have happened way back when, even when we were back with the cave
2: people, because mm-hmm. well, they were wrong, obviously right? on high
1: alert with, um, you know, hunting and mm-hmm. making sure that their people were safe. Um, So I think evolution definitely has something to do with it. We're programmed to survive, Mm -hmm. so therefore we are going to want to engage in or be intrigued with the type of true crimes that are going on, even if it is just blanket um, back in history or way back when, I would probably say that, you know, murder was probably mm. quite a high crime mm. um and that's something that's continued yeah throughout life um so yeah i think evolution definitely has got something to do with it um because they're a significant part of human society yeah wow. interesting i mean i suppose is watching it watching a true crime is that is that the modern day equivalent of going to a hanging yeah know, maybe oh yeah because the yeah.
2: like, yeah. they would
1: all go out and watch it in watch it streaming. yeah in in real life so yeah. is that now our uh, our equivalent don't know yeah oh, that's a good point oh, yeah yeah, great, yeah interesting okay so perhaps we've got an evolutionary link um was there anything else that you'd come across jade about why we might
2: I was, it was interesting because when you said about what like, the positive health effects mm. i could only find negative health effects mm. and just sort of like how it can sort of obviously the the, the basics increasing your anxiety increasing mm. sort of but then that's why i asked you in the beginning is it's sort of like you tend to be a bit more hyper aware and sort of you are prepared but you sort of tend to think things that not necessarily are actually happening but because yes. you're in not fight or flight mode, but you are in that sort of, mm. you know, the mm. noise or, or someone, you know, walking home, which is, you know, scaring itself, walking mm. home alone or doing whatever. And then you do tend to be a bit more, is that person like crossing the road because they're crossing the road? Or, yeah. you know, you do tend to then draw back on, my goodness, I've seen 10 videos like this last month about a woman walking home on her own or, mm. you know, and it, and it does tend to sort of yeah, it was just interesting because like about the the health benefits, but then also at the same time it can be quite um yeah negative negative, negative. yeah definitely because I think you can get too caught up in it. That's one of the things it was basically just saying in the article that I'd read is that um increased stress can subsequently lead to stress related illnesses, so things like cardiovascular disease or hypertension because you're constantly in fight or flight mode. Mm. If you are, you know, that sort of caught up in it, yeah. And then mm. when it gets to that point, you're then sort of you're overly prepared and you're sort of maybe picking up on things that aren't really there or, you know, yeah. and it can, it, that can cause, you know, quite a lot of um, health problems because, mm. you know, being anxious and having anxiety anyways, is sort of, you know, to, yes. to always be on alert. I know one of my students was impacted by that just more so because they 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 tend to, the stuff that they've read about, they then put on themselves or what if this happened to me or what if this happened to my family? And, and you kind of have to have that conversation of, you know, it hopefully nothing like that is going to mm. happen but you can't really say no because they've seen it themselves they've seen the evidence of it and i think that's really hard to yeah it's it's tricky that mm. is true
1: actually because you know perhaps potentially then you know did the difference between horror films yeah and true mm. crime i mean horror you can unless it says based on a true story yeah. mm. you can you you know it's not True, especially yeah. if they tend to be kind of i don't know monsters or yeah. you know something like that you're like well oh, that's that is a story yeah i guess with true crime <coughs> sorry excuse me true crime it's not yeah. and also like you said you can't reassure someone that it won't happen because the fact is it has yeah, yeah. And although it's unlikely yeah yeah but, but the yeah. evidence <laughs> is they've been engaging in a true crime yes program yeah so you can't then go no this isn't real don't worry it it is yeah Yeah. yes that's very interesting so I think um, you know obviously we're going to move on and talk about the impact in the classroom Mm. which I think is you know is something to think about but I think just first I'm going to um, I am I am being a bit devil's advocate (laughs) yeah (laughs) because I have got some more positives (laughs) Um, so (laughs) so, apparently. You know, in the in the research that I've been reading, horror films are effective in helping students understand different moral values. So, such as justice and empathy and courage.
5: Mm.
1: Um, the other one is um, that they can it can help students gain critical thinking, um, to making uh, to making informed decisions and creative problem solving. Um, because apparently it encourages them to think outside the box when it comes to potential solutions for difficult problems. I mean, if we go back to my mention of the Soar franchise, I don't don't know. Um, But, yeah, apparently that kind of, you know, those those critical thinking skills and thinking through things like Mm. that can actually aid in them developing creative problem-solving skills. Um, And the last one I had is that actually you're exploring your fears in a safe environment which actually can help build your resilience um to coping with real life stress Mm. so i mean i I guess that's probably something that we we did sort of touch on as well didn't we about ourselves that actually you're kind of validating those feelings of anxiety um, which can otherwise feel um out of the blue and and unmanageable i guess Mm. but yeah, yeah i mean I don't know. Maybe a little stretch that's going to give them problem-solving I mean, skills. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, with the Netflix documentary, Making a Murderer, or something, oh, yes. that was confusing. Yes, I didn't know if it was okay, guilty well. or innocent. Yeah. Or And so yeah. it, it can create those sort of questions problem solving. and yeah, and the problem-solving and create <laughs> a conversation about it. That's true. Um, and I think another... I don't know if this is a yeah i think it is a positive it can be quite cathartic so for some people i mean there's been loads of studies on like um violent video games and stuff Mm. um but i think for some young people who are experiencing mental health challenges or um can feel quite frustrated with school life or home life or friendships because there's so many things that they have to deal with at that age engaging in either true crime or horrors could be a cathartic release Mm -hmm. for them so like i'm i'm released i would never do what they're doing
2: yeah
1: but by engaging in that content i'm releasing those sort of feelings of anger or frustration um but then on the other hand there has been obviously times where like marie was saying with the saw franchise um it can give people ideas yeah. so it can go either way it i think can, it's it's personal yeah. but i do think engaging in some horrors is can be quite a cathartic yeah, release because yeah. like you as a person morally would never do that mm. but sometimes when you're really oh, angry and heightened yeah. watching something like that you release yeah interesting yeah that's that's another good one i hadn't thought of that one um yeah. Okay. So, just a quick, um, quick word from our sponsors, and then we are going to finish up with impact in the classroom.
4: In Partnership with John Cat Educational, publishing professional development books and resources to support great teaching and learning in schools around the world. Have you checked out their latest releases? Use the code JCTTR. 2324 for 20% off your order. Don't miss out. Visit johncatbookshop.com to explore their full range of titles and advance your own professional development today. Happy reading.
5: Introducing Eaton X from Eton College, a diverse range of quality online courses enabling young people to aspire and excel. Designed for self-study, these web-based courses empower your students with essential leadership, communication, and academic skills for success at school and beyond. Our study skills course sharpens their learning abilities while the AI Fundamentals course equips them with vital digital know-how in a fast-changing world. Other popular courses include verbal communication, critical thinking, writing skills, resilience, creative problem solving and many more. Offer the EatonX X curriculum in your school for free. Visit eatonx.com to find out more.
1: So, let's move on now then to what do we think the impact in the classroom is. Um, so, we have all... You know been been teachers and and educators and we've seen some of the impacts in the classroom so Jade you did you've mentioned a few already Mm -hmm. um but just that people can get very anxious yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and what other sort of impacts have you seen
2: I think uh it's thinking about the positives as well actually some of my learners um are now really into murder mysteries and that's Ah, that's That's a positive spin yeah it's tied in quite nicely then because then i can sort of make it academic Mm. in a sense because they're using problem solving skills and creative writing and things like that and like marie was saying with critical thinking so it has kind of worked in my favour to lean into um their interest in true crime and things like that because then What I usually do with my learners anyway is sort of um, obviously get to know what they're into and then try and cater sort of sessions around that Mm. so that it's interesting to them. So what I've I've done with a lot of my students that I know are already into true crime is is use like a murder mystery. We're going to do a murder mystery thing and then they're going to then be able to use the skills that they've already sort of acquired from watching true crime, they're not even realizing that they're using all these academic skills. And it's so funny to see. Because then they'll be like, oh, and I'm like, look what you've just written, like, look at all this stuff you've just done. And because they're not, it's so familiar to them because it's it's something they're already interested in. Yeah. It's really helpful. And and you made some good points. There is academic skills in there by being a a lover of true crime, I suppose. Mm Because yeah it is. It's it's problem solving. It's you know thinking outside the box and yeah, I definitely think that it it has its 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 positives and its negatives for my learners. Definitely, mm-hmm. at least, um, yeah, quite a few of them I've noticed. So
1: I think also for like the life life skills and well being modules that yeah. we do, I think when you have situations in the work, I don't know that requires them to have sort of like a moral yeah. outlook on things, tapping into yes. their fascination with true crime. Yeah, yeah could be like so if you were in a situation like this or if you know of someone like this how would you act yeah exactly and putting them in a situation that they've engaged in or they're familiar with you can also like reiterate their morals and their human values
2: um,
1: through their fascination with true crime
2: no it works it's interesting how it yeah you can kind of uh, tap into little things without without them even realizing they're just kind of like oh (laughs) i just did all that (laughs) Yeah you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that
1: actually that's very interesting, Jade. Like well both of you kind of taking that interest, you're going to have more engagement. Um, I guess taking the more appropriate things from it. Yeah. Um, but then like you said, Jade, that last step at the end just showing them and telling them this is what you've done these yeah. are the skills you've used mm-hmm. um, these are the skills you're building the knowledge you're building um, because they, they don't realize so yeah I think that's that's excellent that's really good and I think um, I think there's things to be brought into um, to brought into lots of different subjects isn't there obviously you can use use it for English mm-hmm. um, I really liked that and there is the life skills and the, that kind of moral and character education mm. even um, I guess art yeah, you know yeah. um, all sorts isn't there that you can bring these link these kind of interests with um, what do we think about the negatives then um, I've got one that I've noticed before uh, being really tired yeah yeah actually affecting sleep impacting sleep Mm. I think one maybe because I mean this does and I suppose this doesn't necessarily have to be true crime or horror but binge watching and binge listening so you end up staying too late because you're absolutely hooked on it and I'll just
2: watch one more Um,
1: or being tired because they can't sleep because they're scared Mm. Um, yeah so I think and, and we know the impact that being tired can have on on um, your ability to learn, mm-hmm. um, ability to get up in the morning. So maybe it might be affecting attendance um, and also behaviourally. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was one that I've noticed. I don't know. Have you seen any news? I've noticed. I mean, I, th- I think it's more for horror mm-hmm. films or those sort of horror programs. Um, change in language. Oh yes, um, yeah. which
2: we've yes. realised yes. quite a
1: few times. It's almost like they're so desensitised mm. to the language used because some of the language can be horrendous, yes. um, and because it's they're so used to hearing it, they think, well, it's not wrong. So then I can use that in a normal setting, mm. and sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes the shock reaction from the people around them yes. is almost like it doesn't go the way you would expect it to go. They're almost like, oh, I've got a shock factor.
2: So then yes. they're
1: getting a thrill out of almost yeah. passing on l- language that you would hear in a horror mm-hmm. that is not appropriate for the classroom. Interesting. But mm. the shock factor from everyone else is almost like a bit more of a, oh,
2: yeah, thrill yes.
1: and challenging, challenging them on that is hard because obviously we also engage in true crime and yeah. and horror stuff yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's almost having that level of it's horrors are not real so therefore don't bring that language in- into yes. the classroom yeah, yeah. Mm. Be- because they're binging it or watching so much of it yeah. it becomes their vocabulary which is
2: yes tough to change that can yeah be really, especially decent st- yeah i do think just going off the back of what you said about language i do think also it tends to be that they might not see it as that bad like what we were saying mm. earlier about sort of like there could be a worse inverted commas a worse case and to them it could be if it is like horror not true crime they could sort of just like, well it's just a film and it's like mm. yeah but well, that's some really graphic really intense things mm. that you just witness and then it's not yeah mm. it is just a film but it's sort of like you know you kind of have to take a step back and sort of mm. you know look after I know it sounds obvious but you do have to look after yourself and your own mental well-being if you are going to consume stuff like that because it's not normal and it's it's not you know it's and the tolerance normal. will go up exactly so the, their shock
1: factor will keep they need more yes, yes. you're constantly yeah. need more oh th- oh that's interesting yeah. so whether there's kind of the more you watch and the more tolerant you become whether you've got to potentially watch worse yeah. things to gain that <clears throat> yeah. rush I mean I yeah. I've fear. I've felt that before with true crime if there's a true crime story that is this is going to sound awful but it's just a murder for Mm, example i would be less inclined to watch that than i would rather watch something that's got twists and turns of like they haven't caught the killer or yeah with because that is too straightforward yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. which sounds awful because murder is not (laughs) but (laughs) But it's it's almost like that step up of oh i've engaged in that Mm. kind of true crime before i need need something mm, else else." so it's a bit thrill-seeking yeah as well isn't it And, and same as anything the more you do it then you you do it loses its impact yeah um but very interesting you know that what we're seeing and hearing is that language coming out Mm. because it's completely normalized um and and talking about the things that they're watching as if they were completely normalized yeah i mean part of it isn't it i think i was thinking about you know have films got worse just thinking about horror films have they got worse or or not or is it linked Mm. towards um the fact that so many people watch them i mean i think even you know i mean obviously we we teach old older anyway in post-16 so you don't necessarily have that thing with the age certificates but some i think some you know some 15s have watched up yeah really scary really Mm. really scary um actually some 12s I don't know, you know. I suppose I don't really know why why that is, but the effects arguably are so much better. Yeah, um, it's just interesting, isn't it? I wonder whether things. But then I guess you know what is also really well often quoted is The Exorcist was what in the seventies. Yeah. yeah, the main Yes, yeah. it remains yeah. one of the worst things I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah, um, but so... now I'm watching it because I remember obviously I didn't see it until I was. 18 yeah and by then it'd been out for a quite a mm. few years watching it for me i was like oh the effects on this are it's shocking Bad, because mm. i was like i'm i grew mm. up with cgi yes. but then thinking yes. back my dad would say that was the most terrifying film mm. watching someone sit yeah. up in bed and have a head spin round, yeah, yeah. there was nothing like that it's in in yeah. films but for us because we've been spoiled yeah. with yeah. the effects and i mean look no, at the sort right, of films yeah. that have come out in our oh, lifetime of avatar yeah. mm, like cgi yeah. on that is incredible horror films almost aren't that oh, i don't know why i don't really watch horror films but for me no, horror yeah. films are more scary if they are just people yes, yes not so, effects not effects, yes, true but, so yeah like the shining yeah. yes that's psychological the psychological, <laughs> yeah, the psychological thing of lucy like, it. you know? yeah. it's yeah, the people definitely. whereas it I actually did watch. I mean, I was hidden behind a pillow, mm. but I didn't find that as scary because for me it became silly. Yes, that he became an alien clown. You know, like, yeah, so that it, sort of the effects yeah. can go overboard and not become scary. So I haven't watched it because yeah. I read the book see, and the book I loved the book. Yes, and I loved the book. Yeah. Um, but also, I know what happens, and I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the book, the book was terrifying. Like Stephen King, such a great writer, oh, because he taps fantastic. into fantastic. Your, because then you start picturing the thing, whereas the film went a little bit. Mm, yeah, so, I I, what you mean. Yeah. so I do think effects can mm-hmm. actually also make horror less scary. Yeah, yeah, definitely true. Yeah. Okay, so we, yeah, so. In terms of the impacts and things that we might be seeing and, and dealing with as, as teachers and educators. So, you know, we've got the we've got the being tired and we've got the being upset and, and scared. Um, we've potentially got some positives of it, how you can use um, their interests in it. Um, have we got any other any other impacts that, that you've seen or come across?
2: Hmm. i'm trying to think of more positive ones me too because i keep thinking Mm. i'm I'm sort of leaning towards the negatives because that's where my mind goes to first because you sort of think Mm. it's kind of in in the name of it isn't when you think true crime you don't think oh yeah i was watching this really great true crime thing last night and then it's like oh my god wow and it's like oh god i watched this true crime thing last night oh it was really awful yeah you're right even the language
1: when we talk about them is is negative you're right um i mean i think the the sort of findings, the summary of findings of the research that I was reading, and I think this is goes back to what you were saying, Jade, it was about um, being able to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. And it was about developing that self-awareness um, of, of how it's affecting you. Mm. Um, I think, Neris, you said as well, like, just don't be watching it all mm. the time. Yeah. So you avoid that normalising. Perhaps you avoid that tolerance building. Um, and I think, yeah, um, Like you said, Jade, having those conversations with your students and pupils is really important. Um, Even if it's a strategy for managing your emotions, Mm. I guess. I mean, it sounds straightforward, but I'm not sure how much we all do it that if something has upset you, you would talk about it. Mm. Not always. Um, So same as if they watch something and it's really upset them, being able to come in and talk to you about it, I think is really valuable. I think talking it through as well makes it, it snaps you out of the bubble of being in your room watching true crime or horror. If you then take it out of the room and talk about it, even if you just, tell someone what the case yeah. was about yeah you're snapping out of the it thing and bringing yourself you to reality well. yeah yeah well, so that you're not the load yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah yeah like we said the fear shared as a fear yes. halved. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it's almost like then you you're not over analyzing things just yeah. in your head by yourself, by yourself. Well. Yeah. yeah 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 i mean i think i think part of it i think it's the same as Anything I feel like there's strong links here with kind of social media use mm. and, and and things. It's all in a balance. I do think there's an element of knowing. You know, do, children and young people are going to come across this. Oh, okay. even if they don't seek it out, it could be there at their friend's house or someone says, "Oh, you've got to watch this." um Depending on the age, there might be a bit of peer pressure in mm-hmm. that. I mean, I know. <laughs> that I watched a horror film uh, really, really too young but it was because I was at a birthday party, oh, someone's yes. birthday party and yeah. I I watched it and then I had nightmares for about three weeks oh. afterwards oh. <laughs> um, I was oh. a very sensitive child <laughs> <laughs> it was not good um, <laughs> but you know, so there's always, there's always going to be all those elements isn't there and I guess those kind of elements of peer pressure or not wanting to look silly um, so I think having that relationship I guess in in with other people that you can talk about how it's making you feel is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've, this morning's been so interesting. I think there are positives and negatives. Yeah. Um, to uh it's a fascinating subject and like i said at the beginning coming at this as somebody who really enjoys this as well and yeah. i don't know why yeah. um i'm not sure i still know why yeah, sure. <laughs> um, many <things> to <laughs> but i think if anyone's you know anyone else has got any thoughts on this or wants to contact us um you know we're we're all um well, I'm on X, um, and Jade, you're on X, yep. aren't you? Yep. Um, and we're contactable through through that. So if anyone's got any thoughts on this, I'd love to hear them. But should we just do a little key takeaway from, from the morning? So mine has been, and I've mentioned it a couple of times, mine has been the fact that that jolt mm. is good for you and also it can raise your metabolism. So, yeah. I mean, all those evenings when I don't go out to the gym, could just watch a horror <laughs> instead. Yes, <laughs> yep. horror on. Yeah, yeah. I think I think my takeaway is I think I need to watch more horror to get that jolt. Oh, okay, so we've actually reformed yeah, you. Reformed yeah, yeah, yeah. It. Okay. <laughs>
2: it's
1: gone the other way. I didn't <laughs> know that was gonna happen this morning.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think mine would be the same. I think kind of looking at the positives more than the uh sort of focus on the negatives, which I do quite a lot, but just because I'm overly cautious, but I think yes yeah. it's, it's not a bad thing to sort of think yeah it doesn't have to be about yeah it. and sort of look at it yeah taking a step back and what we we're saying about when it comes into the classroom I think that's quite helpful as well so yeah I didn't know a lot of these positives so that's kind of yeah <laughs> every day
1: yeah, well absolutely I mean it's been a great show and thank you so much both of you for making the time to come um yeah. to come on and talk to us and I think you're going to both return to your teaching now <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> maybe take five minutes to <laughs> just, <laughs> just sort of process this a bit but thank you so much and thank you everyone who's been who's been listening and if you're listening back after